I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, let's let's say we're starting. I really should stop smacking my desk every time I decide that we're starting because it like makes a really. You should get a gavel. Like, <laughs> all right, order. <laughs> it can be your intro thing. I dig it. Today we're here with Mary, who very graciously joined us at the absolute last minute possible, so thank you for that. And also, uh, my pet snake, her name is Elphaba, sorry to just just audio listeners, she's here <laughs> hanging out with us, and hopefully she'll behave and not get too squirmy, but... Wow, look we'll at us having four on. guests. Four guests, even though one of them is a reptile with, you know, two brain cells tops, let's be real. I look into those eyes. She's I got me beat. No one's home. She's got me beat. She's <laughs> doing the most right now. You really are, my little sweet snake. So cute. All right. Let's jump in with our first question here. So, what is what would you say is the proper way to cut a sandwich? Diagonal or vertical? I know the vertical is preferred by most, but. I like to cut it down the middle just for the sake of symmetry. Asymmetrical things sometimes bother me. I like to cut it diagonally because then you have like a clear point to grab it. I don't know. That's just me though. Mm, I mean, I always feel like I say it depends, but like if it's a traditional like bread we're talking about like a loaf that you find in the supermarket like pre-sliced soft bread i'd have to say diagonal because i like biting off the corners first and it has to be the corners like i don't know how people will like cut it diagonal and then bite in the middle like what are you doing you have two like edges You've for got a reason. designated starting point yeah make a grilled cheese that's where all the like best like the meltiest most cheeses when if you cut it diagonal is in the middle Mm. i agree that biting the ends off is very satisfying but i save the best for last points taken points taken i think if you're using kind of like funky shaped bread like you get like a nice like bakery like brioche or whatever then you can have like you can cut it like just in a straight line down the middle but, like, again, like, slice, like, mass-produced loaf of bread type situation, always diagonal. Because there's, again, clear little grippies where you should be holding your sandwich. Although it is acceptable to do, like, twice diagonally if you got, like, like a big sandwich in, like, a restaurant or something. That I'm here for. But, no, I find, I find the, the vertical to be very unsatisfying and also if you cut your sandwich horizontal please re-examine your life choices that's terrifying that's that's universally agreed as bad (laughs) i absolutely hate thinking about it and i saw this tweet or like reddit post or something recently i have no idea if i'm even going to be able to find it to like put it in the description or whatever but it's like i hate working at home because i have to see my husband cut his sandwiches like this every single day and it's just like at random like, it's not diagonal, it's not vertical, it's not even horizontal. He just, like, it's like he, like, took a cleaver to the sandwich. And they're so uneven. Like, the sides of it are, s- the sizes are so uneven. It's upsetting. 
<laughs> Gotta throw the whole sandwich out and start throw over. Throw the whole husband out. <laughs> He's doing that every day. You gotta go. Could not live with it. Thank you very much. There's something fundamentally wrong as a person there. If exactly. you're cutting your sandwich. If like you're that random, you got like seventy percent of the sandwich and like thirty percent of the. That's literally like that's literally what the photo is. One is snack, one is lunch. <laughs> and I'll have to like I'll have to scour like the things I've saved in social media to like see if I can find it again because it's so funny but also so awful. I think I like uh, going back to the diagonal cut. I think I prefer that one because I feel so fancy when I'm doing it. Like look at me, Chef Maddie. Like. Like, this look. is true. <laughs> this is very true. I, I can agree with that. Do we have anything more to say about sandwiches before we jump to our next question? I think oh. we're good on sandwiches. I have a oh. bre- bread-related oh. question. Okay. okay. What do you guys do with the end pieces? My mom takes them all. <laughs> uh, my dad. He always make, He always toasts them. I don't know if that was just a role that was, like, bestowed upon him when he had two picky children who would not eat the ends of the bread. So, But in my house, it was always dad gets the ends of the bread. So, like, you save them in the bag until the end for your dad to eat? I mean, not, it's not like a saving thing. It's like he's the one that takes them. Uh-huh. And whenever we would go to a restaurant where they would have, like, free bread, he would always take the heel. And I'm assuming it's because he likes it. I don't know why else it would be, unless he's just, like, you know, being noble and self-sacrificing and being like, well, no one else likes this, so I'll eat it. For the heels, like, a loaf of bread. I like that. Like, a nice loaf of bread you get at a bakery. But then mm-hmm. supermarket bread, I'm just, like, I, I don't care about it. But my mom eats it. Yeah. So. See, although, like, it. life pro tip, because, you know... Sometimes you're the only person who's eating the bread if you're, like, living by yourself or whatever. If you have to make a sandwich and you have to use, like, the heel of the bread, you flip it so that the, like, all crust part is facing the inside of the sandwich. And you, like, trick your brain into thinking that you have two normal slices of bread. That's sneaky. I feel like I'd take a bite and be like, hey, what's going on here? Something's not tasting right. No, but I will say... I do eat the ends of the bread, like, first, because I want to just get it out of the way. I don't want to look at it That's anymore. That's fair. Like, all right, I'll eat it. It's all right, like, next. It's like saving the best for last. You get I rid guess, of the bad stuff first. See, I guess that's why I eat the corner pieces on my grilled cheese first, because I just like a, a great ending, and I'll suffer through the beginning. <laughs> Man, yeah, I, I like how she's just chilling on your head. She wraps around my headphones. This was much easier. Oh, God. This was much easier for her to do when she was significantly smaller and could, like, fit in all the gaps. You know, I'm just going to let her stay there and see if she figures it out. Because sometimes she doesn't understand gravity. I like your headphones. <laughs> Thank you. They're quite heavy. She's a thick girl. Aren't you? Anyway. My limited movement. Would you say that, uh, is it better to be, like, an early bird or a night owl? I would say it depends on the situation. I think societally, it's much more advantageous if you are a morning person. Because that's when everything starts. But I personally hate mornings and will do anything to avoid them. I am a morning person. I God, what is am, that like? <laughs> I am the first one up. I am the person that makes coffee in my house. If I do not make the coffee, there is no coffee. Wow. So you're the person everyone thanks. Like, oh, thank no, goodness Mary's up. Job. Wow. My mom used to thank me, and then <laughs> I grew up, so... Now it's but, no, it's when I they start the expecting now. It's when they start expecting it. Like, oh, well, Mary's going to make the coffee, so I'm going to sleep in. Yeah, That's I've always been a morning person. House. But, like, part of it is also, like, if I'm awake first, there's no one to bother me at that time in the morning. Mm. So I, See, get, like, I have my the same feeling, the house. but about 3 a.m. Yeah. That's how my younger sister is. So I take mornings. My younger sister takes nights. My older sister... I don't know. 
Arashi has a designated time. I... Okay, so I... I'm sure, like, you know, we've all been in college, so... Uh, we all know both ends of the spectrum, you know, having yes. to stay up late for homework and get up early for this, whatever. But mm -hmm. I do think ultimately I like being a morning person better because I feel so accomplished. Like if I get a lot done, that's true. Like if I get stuff done before even 10 a.m., I'm like, it's not even noon and I have all this stuff done and I could just relax. So. But I will say it's hard sometimes, like if it's not job related or school related that you're waking up to motivate yourself to wake up like that. That's my problem. Like I love like the feeling of being up in the morning and like having things done and like being like, like having like worked out and showered and like gotten ready. And it's like 10 a.m. It's like, oh my God, I still have all this day. Like this sounds great. But then I actually like try to wake myself up early for an obligation that isn't like school or work i'm like why am i doing this to myself you know this is this is not working <laughs> i will say though because of you know covid and being stuck indoors a lot of the time even like working from home well i guess not so much working from home because you still gotta get up at certain times but uh, like during the summer, for example, when I was not working as much, I was kind of bored and like I would go to sleep early because I didn't know what else to do. And I try to sleep in as long as possible just because sleeping was something I could be doing. Like got nothing else going on. Okay, so I'm going to go to sleep. Clacking things around while I readjusted my Python. As one does. As one does. should. We're going to see how she does as as... Snacelet now. Wow, she's, she's, she's been a necklace, she's been a headband, now she's a bracelet. What will she, she do She does next? a lot. You're Versatile. very good at multitasking. And you can fit around my arm like three times now. That used to not happen, didn't it? Anyway, what were we saying? Um, Just um, because of quarantine, I like to sleep a lot because I don't know what else to do with myself if I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, quarantine has made me more of a night person. Like, I'm already a night person, but quarantine has just made it so much worse. Cause it's like, I'm not going anywhere in the morning, so I can stay up until four if I want, and then that, like, cycle just continues and it, like, I swear someday it's gonna, like, go full circle to the point where I have accidentally become a morning person because I've been staying up so late, but I don't know. Yeah, regardless of what happens, I try to stay on some kind of schedule just because I know a time will come where I need to be awake at normal hours and not mm -hmm. insanely tired at 8 in the morning. So I put myself on a schedule. I make sure I have things to do, even if it's something like really stupid. I'm just like, okay, today we are going to the post office. Yeah. That's the you thing. Know, I try to put myself on a schedule, but mm -hmm. I'm the one trying to enforce it. And I don't want to listen to me. I have no authority. You know what helps? There are no consequences. I have a planner, and I give myself motivational stickers. I do love a good planner. Like, motivational even, like, stickers. I if love I stickers. Things, I do love a good I sticker. A sticker. <laughs> but it's I not even that. Know. It's just being able to check something off. Mm-hmm. That I do like. But again, yeah. it's also me, so there's no consequences if I don't do something, which is just really not good. Mary, I will have to say, I knew you were a morning person from, like, the first time I met you. Uh, for Well, I was going to say for those of you who don't know, probably all of you who don't know, uh, well, we all went to SUNY Geneseo, a college upstate New York, western New York, um, and Mary and I worked at WGSU, the radio station there, and um, Mary was the news director of the station. Um, I was your boss. She was my boss when she graduated, then I became news director, but like Mary was the first news director before me, and she would always text me at like 7, 8 a.m., like, hey, like, your script's ready, like, you could get to- What it was did always you read news your first semester there? Uh, Tuesdays? I don't know. I okay. But yeah, so I knew from the yeah, start, like, Tuesday. this girl wakes up with the sun. 
Like yeah. she's a, she's an early riser, and I, I respected also, you. The thing is, Tuesdays were like its own thing, but then Wednesdays and Fridays, I remember, I would send them at like six a.m. Because on those days, I was doing my practicum that semester at a school like 45 minutes away, and I had to leave at 6.15 in the morning. Wow. I hate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because their school started at 7.30, so I had to drive 45 minutes there, and then I had to go through like the school security and get like my guest pass, and I had to go through like this maze of a school to get to the classroom I was in. And so I was just like, I have to be at the door at 6.15. So I would like set it up sitting in my car while it defrosted. <laughs> Western like, New York, I'm... baby! Yes. That's why I keep a snow shovel and cat litter in my trunk to this day. It is an, it is an instinct that never leaves you. Gotta be prepared. I feel like getting a text that early from a fellow college student is like the equivalent of when you send an email to a professor at like 3 a.m. and they respond in two minutes. Because it's just like, this doesn't feel right. Like, you're not supposed to be here right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Mary and I know all too well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see what else we got. Okay, so when you're when you're loading the utensils into the dishwasher, do you put the handle in first or do you leave like the part that's used sticking up? Oh, I got beef with you if you put this part that's going to hurt me facing up because all right, well, I guess this there's a backstory to this. My dad does it all the time. He puts the knives face up and the other day I missed it and I'm like Phew. And I stab myself. I'm like, who did this? And it was my dad. Okay, see, that's my thing. My mom's always like, why are you putting it in with the handle sticking up? Like, it's, you know, the water's not going to get it. The water and the soap and everything isn't going to get at it as much. I'm like, so someone doesn't get stabbed. Yeah, well, okay, would you rather there be blood all over it? Because now there is. Like, the only utensil that you can safely put with the, like, business end facing upwards is a spoon. (laughs) The business end. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I mean, I get it. I get, like, yeah, if it's facing outward, it'll get the most of the blast of, like, the washer and, like, get the cleanest. But, like, two out of three utensils that are commonly used are not safe for that. You're Mm going to get stabbed. So I am very much... We put the knives facing downward, but the forks and spoons stay pointed upward. Oh, all right. That I get. I feel like you're going to have a slightly harder time doing major damage to yourself with a fork. So, like, maybe just, you know, be a little careful. And then knives face down. But, yeah, like, we put, like, my mom puts knives face up. I'm like, someone's going to die. And they're not even that sharp. So, you see, Mary... I'm with you. Like, I know I just went on a whole rant, but I was mostly mm-hmm. referring to knives, and I guess I'm still salty because I was recently, like, hurt. With, yeah, I was stabbed Assaulted. by myself, but... Affronted. Yes. Um, my my hand Some was impaled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I also put the business end of forks and spoons, like, up, and then knives, even butter knives, I put, like, face down. So I guess, like, I organize it in that sense mm-hmm. i'm giving her another chance to behave herself we'll <laughs> i have a related for me i have a related question to which way the knife points so with if you're making a baked potato you have to like poke holes in it before you put it in the oven mm-hmm. correct what utensil do you use to poke the holes fork fork i have grown up using a knife and then once i, I feel like it stabbed my hand with it <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the fork is more efficient because you're getting more holes for less work. Sometimes, though, like, I really do be lazy, and if I don't feel like... Because sometimes it's hard to get it in with a fork. I'm like, all right, where's the knife? Like, I'm just going to... Yeah, okay, that's fair. I will let yeah, you guys on top of, like, a kitchen towel, and I just go in for it. Yeah. I've learned not to hold it while stabbing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. This is like when I was in high school and I remember going to school the next day and I had like a band-aid over it. My friend's like, <laughs> what happened? And I'm like, I was stabbing a potato to bake it with a knife and she's like, why didn't you use a fork? And I'm like, 
people do that. <laughs> Blind spot in my life. I didn't know people used forks for like poking holes for a baked potato. Two things. One, I have a friend who accidentally like low-key took a chunk out of her palm with a knitting needle. A knitting needle? Because she dropped it and like, you know, one was like... these? Yeah, like one of those smaller ones <laughs> yeah. that you make like socks with. And she, like she dropped oh, it on the carpet yeah. and was like, you know, where is it? And then she, boom. And also, scary. on the list of things, like, I always find it so funny when, like, people don't, like, just don't realize something that will, like, make their life better. And I hope, like, I saw this on Reddit. I hope to God it was real. But, like, this person just, like, never thought to let the shower warm up before getting into it. <laughs> like, they would just turn the water on themselves. And, like, stand there until it warmed up. Don't you hate when, like, you think something's a life hack? Like, you learn about something, and then everyone else has already been known about it. Like, oh, we were all doing... Do you have a specific example of this? (laughs) No, I guess I'm referring to, like, I'm thinking about, like, Mary's potato uh, situation and what you just said about the shower. Like, there have definitely been times where, like, I'm doing something incorrect and everyone else seems to know how, and once I learn, they're like, oh, like, you, didn't you haven't that? been doing it that way? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, how do you get that far in your life and just, like, not? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'll have to try and find that post again and put it in the comments, because... I feel was... like I saw something like that on Twitter. That was funny. Like somewhere out there. That song from the the movie about the immigrant mouse. It's like somewhere out there. <laughs> immigrant mouse. Yeah, it's like the Wait, little mouse, it... and it's it's like a, a a metaphor for like the Jewish diaspora. Why do I know what you're talking about? From I can't Russia. What it's called. And like other parts of Eastern Europe. It's like what a little mouse called? boy. It's a book or a movie? No, it's, it's a, movie. a movie. It's an animated movie. Oh, uh, is it? It's from the 80s. Oh, it's from the yeah. 80s? And I don't know. <laughs> what is it? If anyone knows about this immigrant mouse, let us know in the yeah. comments. <laughs> comment. All I can think is, like, the great mouse detective, and I know that's not it. I'm thinking about, like... That's an underrated Disney movie, by the way. The great mouse detective. What about, like, The Tale of Despero? No, no Desper. He was we French. I know. Yeah, I used to love that book. Uh, the book was great. The movie uh, was really disappointing. Stuart Little. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's from Canada. Stuart Little in his little penthouse in his car. I don't think it's the movie. <laughs> I remember being so disappointed by the movie version of The Tale of Despero. Me too, because I I was obsessed with the book. Yeah, because I read that book in, like, fifth grade, and I was like, oh my god, this slaps, and they're making a movie of it and everything, and then the movie was just not. I hate when that happens. The Immigrant Mouse movie is an American tale. (gasps) Tale spelled, like, T-A-I-L, and it came out in 1986. No, no, we're not doing this again. Do not go back up there. Thank you for your research, Mary. Thank like, you. Half the I time we can't find, for. we can't remember like when or where we saw these things, and we're like, oh, oh well. <laughs> I I literally typed in immigrant mouse movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's all it took. Oh my god! Stop trying to kill me. You know, it was Brandon the ve- very disappointing movie adaptation. What? Do like, tell. The Percy Jackson movie. Oh my god. It was the I remember seeing it, sixth grade, walking out of the movie theater, and I was like, this, I was disappointed. It was the first time I was disappointed with leaving a movie theater, and I Mm -hmm. didn't know how to process it. I was just I remember that so well, because we were all, like, reading those books in, I think I was in, like, yeah, I was in sixth grade, and we were reading, like, we read The Lightning Thief as, like the book that we were reading in class and then every one of my sixth grade class got like obsessed with it and read the whole like the whole series mm-hmm. and then we went to go see the movie and it sucked yeah. i don't know 
if you guys feel the same way, but I felt that way about Hunger Games. Like, it really didn't do it for me. And I really I liked thought the, the first one was really good. I liked the books a lot. And I think... I saw, like, someone kind of did their own little analysis of the movie after it came out. And they said, like, I think the reason that a lot of people are, like, disappointed by, like, Catching Fire and Mockingjay is because they're marketing like, Katniss Everdeen as, like, you know, the world-saving yeah. superhero instead of a teenager with PTSD. Yeah, Because that's what she was in the book. Off. Yeah. I liked the first remember, one a lot, though. The first one I remember the thing I liked most was the way they showed the people in the Capitol and the games makers. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, because that was something you didn't get from the book at all, so it's like, oh, this is a little different. <laughs> this is fun. But I, I remember... My older sister and I, we used to get, like, Teen Vogue or something at the time. Mm-hmm. Good old Teen Vogue subscription. And they had an ad for, I don't know what nail polish company it was, but they had their Oh my god, I had those. Collection. Did you? I had one of them. Mm-hmm. And I had read all the books, and I was, like, a ser- serious... Yeah, I was, I was a serious Hunger books. Games fan for, like, yeah. a while, like, 2012. And I was like, this violates the spirit of the book. They are not honoring the rebellion. And I was very against the marketing. No, that was my thing. I had that. that. And, like, some again, I saw it pointed online somewhere. Someone was like, the movies do the exact thing that the books tell you not to, where they, like, push the love triangle even though there's children dying. Like, that's not the point here. God, I... I remember, like, the era when the first Hunger Games movie was coming out. That was just... What a time 2012 was. 2012. We thought the world was gonna end. Yeah. I wish it did. now the world is actually ending. (laughs) I wish it had. Eight years off. Eight years too late. Do you guys remember when the apocalypse was coming up? Yeah, December 12th, 2012. I I was Mm -hmm. all set. I was like, all right. It's nice knowing you all. <laughs> I am ready. Let's go. I went to Catholic school. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I was raised Catholic. Our, yeah. Our teachers were like, it doesn't exist. The Mayan apocalypse will not happen. I pretend happen. I do not see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. Because you do like turn on the news and then you go to school and everyone's like, no. It's a hoax. Very calm, which, like, you know, the world did not end in 2012, but... This is true. <laughs> Unless it did, and, no, um... This is a the, simulation. The years it's since have just been all of us in hell. Is 2012 the starting point of that, though? Or, like... 2020? a lot of people say 2016 was. No! Okay, I have talked to many people about this. Like, 2016? Everything was right. Like, the world, at least for me, it was really good. I gotta say, (laughs) no Halloween will ever top, like, October 2016. It was the best summer. Best summer ever. Summer 2016 was extremely chaotic where I was, but... The clown epidemic was going on. We had the first It coming out. Nothing will top October of 2016, unless we have another clown epidemic. You know... I mean, there were clown epidemics before. Someone pointed out that they, like, seem to reappear every 27 years, like in I'm the not book. I 27, but I remember reading about this, this woman, like, dressed up as a clown. This was, like, in Florida in the 90s. She dressed up oh, as boy. a clown. She was having an affair with a married man, goes to his house, and killed his wife. And for, like, years, they could not solve the murder because they couldn't, like, find evidence tying it to her. And then, like, two or three years ago, they finally found some evidence and indicted her. Which so I was like, oh, Florida. how long have clown murders been going on? I'm gonna guess a hot while. Yes. That's gonna be my answer. That's all we would read in the news, like, October 2016, and September, but, like, that year? I like, remember oh, Geneseo cl- was on clown lockdown. Like, yeah, just these killer clowns out. Also, I don't know, I think it might have been, like, UPenn or something, but, like, there's a clown sighting 
So all the students just, like, armed themselves and chased him off campus? Wow. I was like, why are we in lockdown? It's one versus an entire college campus. Let's go. Do you guys remember the Geneseo clown incident? Yeah, wasn't that I on do. the south side of campus? It was on the yep. south side. It was... I want to say it wasn't Niagara. It was near Niagara, because I yeah. lived in Niagara. And yeah, I remember I that very Daga, distinctly. And my friend... They saw it near the Arboretum. Like, on the edge of, like, the forest. Mm-hmm. That's where they saw it, and then they, like, locked down the entire campus, yeah. which was, like, low-key hilarious. Yeah. That was the year, like... Th- there were money that it was There are mumps student. on our campus, too. Yeah. Oh, God. What a chaotic year that was. I, oh, I mean, that was like, listen, compared to 2020. Yeah, let's be real. <laughs> the first plague. The first plague at Geneseo. Mm-hmm. I dig it. All right. Do we want to move on to one of our other slated we questions? We probably should, because I from... can't remember what the question was. Okay, keep talking Oh, this clowns. happens to us constantly. We get so, like, sidetracked, like, all right, uh, what was the original question? But you know what? Mm-hmm. That's part of the fun. Yeah. I appreciate it. We want to inspire debate and conversation. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get, let's get topical. Let's do some Thanksgiving-themed questions, since by the time this actually releases, Thanksgiving will be the next day. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, My fave holiday. Well, no, I like Halloween, but like Thanksgiving's mm-hmm. up there. I like to I eat. gotta say, Thanksgiving is underrated. Everyone forgets about Thanksgiving. It's better than Christmas. Like, I won't lie. Halloween and Christmas. Better than Christmas. Thanksgiving I just does don't like Thanksgiving. <gasps> Not on a food-based basis, but because, like, it's extremely chaotic, and I just have too many bad Thanksgiving memories. Well, all right. Okay. I could understand you from the standpoint of, like, seeing family you don't want to see. Like, all right, yeah, I'm I'm against that. Not really. Looking forward to speak to people I never speak to. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we always hosted Thanksgiving, so it was just, like, pure chaos of my house and my mom like trying to make everything perfect and my sisters and I just like trying and it didn't work out well see that's more my house on Christmas Eve like this year Mm. notwithstanding yeah we always host the Christmas Eve like get together 
So mm-hmm. like the morning of Christmas Eve is never that fun has was never that fun because it was always like a bunch of hectic cleaning. Like it didn't get fun until like five p.m. But my cousin, um, she does Thanksgiving or she has for the past couple years, and mm-hmm. that's you know I just get get dressed, make myself look nice, and then go over to her house and start drinking. Yeah. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm here squeezing wet bread, cutting vegetables. Oof. Big oof. I do like I do like making the stuffing. What I don't like is making it pretty. Are you referring to the house? Because I have like I'm no, just I'm having... talking about making the food pretty. Oh, okay. Because right now, like for Christmas Eve and Thanksgiving, like that's when we have family over. Mm-hmm. I'm ha- I'm experiencing some horrible flashbacks of like me like cleaning the floors and like mm-hmm. making sure everything is like up to my mom's code of cleanliness. Yeah. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. listen, I don't I don't think uh, my aunt and uncle will care if there's like dust on our ceiling. I'm pretty sure they're not gonna like oh, but do an inspection. They? Yeah, true. <laughs> They're going to bring out the white gloves. Dusty. Dirty. Disgusting. <laughs> We're leaving. Disgusting. <laughs> All right. So one of our, one of my Thanksgiving theme questions, um, what's the best side dish? Stuffing. Mm, sweet potatoes. Like, but we like. We make sweet potatoes. Like, like <laughs> mashed sweet potatoes. Mm. I'm going to say mashed potatoes. Okay. Like, especially because, like, the gravy that my mom makes. You know, Mary, I used to hate stuffing, but, like, now I kind of like it. I know, I, because, don't you put, like, sausages in it sometimes? We don't. Some people do. I think I just, like, bread, celery. I don't, I don't like when they throw the sausages in there, so I guess it depends on the stuffing. I've heard some people put walnuts in their stuffing. And that's a weird pizza. My least favorite, my least favorite type of nut. They make. I think I'm allergic to them. They make my mouth itch. And I thought that happened to like. I thought thought that that happened to everyone. I guess that's what I thought. (laughs) Like I thought that happened to everyone. Like yeah, like my mouth itches and burns so bad. And my mom's like, Oh my god, when I I think you're allergic. (laughs) When I used to be on Tumblr, there were several posts where it's like, man, I love eating bananas because your face starts sweating and it's so cleansing <laughs> and they're just like i think uh, you, you're allergic to bananas like someone did it with like citrus somebody did it with bananas someone was like somebody thought i have to find this post somewhere somebody thought the quote potato sweats were a thing that everyone experienced i got the potato sweats <laughs> and everyone was like what <laughs> And she's like, turns out I was allergic to potatoes. I thought we were all just willing to I'm, suffer for our passions. I'm just thinking of, you know, that meme of, like, uh, Tom from Tom and Jerry, just, like, <laughs> staring. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, know I exactly do what know someone about. that's allergic to potatoes. Do they get potato sweats? <laughs> <laughs> no. But she is willing to suffer for them. Exactly. Like, same thing with, like, I, every lactose intolerant person I've ever met is just, like, this is it just is something I deal is. with. Yeah. You take some lactate or not. Like, even people I know who, like, lactate barely works for them. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's Sometimes they're just like, you know what, today I'm just going to suffer for my passions. <laughs> you know? My sister's like that. Like, she really tries to stay away from milk and dairy and all that and sometimes she's like oh you know what f this i'm gonna do it and suffer and then also we all suffer because she gets (laughs) sick (laughs) (laughs) big oof um also in the thanksgiving side dishes category how do we all like are we all pro cranberry sauce here yeah Mm, mm, i don't wait like Jellied cranberry sauce or the like whole cranberries? See, that's my question. I prefer I the jellied. I don't know Same. why. Wait, is that the one in the can? Yeah. yeah. Oh, disgusting. I mean, you can get both in a can. I really, okay, I like cranberries. I like cranberry flavored things. I don't really go for the cranberry sauce, especially oh, in the can. Sauce. Like, it makes me want to oh, throw up. 
I it love like the jelly cranberry appetizing. sauce. And it like doesn't. I know, I know it's not as nice as homemade. I know like homemade is technically better and it's like, you know, all just a bunch of like processed crap, but I love the jelly cranberry sauce. Like the I, ocean spray. So good. Yeah, nope. I feel delicious. I feel that way about box stuffing, like the stovetop stuff. My like, sister loves that. Oh, uh, like I know real stuffing is good, but like I'll, mm. I'll eat the whole box. <laughs> yeah, when my sister was a little kid, like because um, my sister and I were both very picky children, but, like, they would make, like, separate, like, stovetop top stuffing on Thanksgiving for my sister, because <laughs> she would call my mom's, like, homemade stuffing, like, when they offered it to her when she was a little kid, she'd be like, no, I don't want that dirty stuff. <laughs> this dirty stuff. <laughs> so now everyone stuff. still calls it the dirty stuff at my house. <laughs> wow. That I is such that. a burn. <laughs> it really is. Like, it's kind of hilarious thinking about it now. That's like, it was just something she said when I was a little kid, but now I'm just like, That's literally, wow, like, get that garbage savage. away from me. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. I also, once when I was a child, like, quite soon after my sister was born, I, like, went downstairs and asked my mom. I was like, Mom, where's that other girl? She's like, what <laughs> other girl? I'm like, you know, Claire. We still call her the other girl. <laughs> 20 years later. The other girl. <laughs> but yeah. What else have we got? I'm like all over the place. I don't know if trying to snake handle while recording a podcast was the best decision, but I'm going to say that it it's too late to ba- I'm going to say that it's too late to love back out now. a multitasker. A multitasking queen. All right. Um so apparently there's a there's a I guess, um, group of people that think that the turkey is the worst part of Thanksgiving? You know, it's it's the part where I'm just like, eh, like, I'll eat it if I get around to it. <laughs> Especially the dark meat, like, don't even put it on my plate. <laughs> okay, I'm a white meat person, I will mm-hmm. definitely give you that. I but like turkey slaps! Eh. When else are you eating it? Uh, like, all the- I literally eat turkey all year round, so by Thanksgiving- Like, turkey sandwiches, I just had one to- Oh, I had one today, and it had cranberries on it! Look at that! There you go. No, Uh, we like barely- Like, Thanksgiving only, pretty much, unless it's like a turkey sandwich. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I have to, like, put some on my plate at Thanksgiving, because I tell myself, this is Thanksgiving, like, you- Buy, like, you have to eat the turkey because it's Thanksgiving. Not because you want to, just because, like, you know, respect, can, respect know the turkey. Makes some super bomb-ass, like, turkey gravy. Oh my god, it's so good. I cannot believe that people think that's, like, the worst part of Thanksgiving. I do eat the turkey. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be controversial. I like dark meat. <laughs> I always specifically <sighs> get a leg. <laughs> Ugh, God. Like, the leg is reserved for me. There is one leg reserved for me. Well, you know what? I'll come to your Thanksgiving, because I'll eat all the white meat, and you can eat all the dark meat. Yeah, Yeah, honestly, this sounds like a, like, this is shaping up to be, like, a solid Friendsgiving (laughs) group right here. We have everything delegated, like, kind of nicely so far. You guys can eat the cranberry sauce. I'll eat, like, I don't know, the the stovetop stuffing with your sister. (laughs) If only we could do Friendsgiving and actual oh Thanksgiving God. this year. I wish. Rona 2020. Although I am enjoying, like, knowing that I'm not going to have to, like, obsessively clean the entire house and, like, get rid of any trace that people live here on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve this year. That's going to be kind of nice. You know what the sad part is? I still feel like I'll have to do that. Like, my mom's going to be like, it's Thanksgiving! <laughs> like, for okay the people who live here all year long like i don't think they care that today all right it yeah has i already to be know how messy sprayed. this place gets but yeah that has yet to be actually seen but i'm i'm hoping that might be like the singular bonus of this year because let's be real we deserve it i do like decorating for the holidays oh i love but at decorating. the same time i get like i'm like i've had enough of this 
Oh, I go so extra when decorating for pretty much all holidays, especially Halloween, but, like, even, like, Christmas. Oh, my God, I love putting up Christmas decorations. It makes me so happy. Makes me so happy. And my sister and I always get really hyped for Christmas, like, the second Thanksgiving is over, and my mom's always like, no, we have to wait. But she's like, this year you girls can decorate, like, the weekend (laughs) after because we have Mm -hmm. nothing better to do because we're just going to be home. I'm so excited. (laughs) Especially because my sister and I have made, like, a custom... Spotify playlist that we've called Dad's Car circa 2006 Christmas edition, which is just all the, like, highlights of the Christmas albums that used to play in my dad's car Mm -hmm. when we were kids. (laughs) Like, we are so ready. We are so ready for, like, decorating for Christmas and all that fun stuff. I really like decorating, but there's nothing worse than, like, when it's getting to be like january 6th and, and then you gotta like, take it down and oh, it's all so depressing and you're yeah. like okay not so now even it's just... i'm just lazy like oh can it be like a year-round tree like i don't want to take any of this down My you know you just that... get seasonal decorations all right as soon as the um christmas decorations come down like the seasonal depression hits mary i think then, like the fun of winter is pretty much gone and it's just like dark and sad and Mary, gray. I I think you're onto something. Like I'm gonna start putting up like my Easter Christmas tree and my Fourth of July Christmas tree. Yeah, <laughs> just so I never have to you take it down. You can get some nice little beachy decorations. My just summer Christmas tree. Show. Just a tree for I all have seasons. A starfish ornament. So. Oh yeah, we have a starfish ornament. Yeah, a tree for all seasons. I like yeah. it. It sounds kind of fun. You can I go be, all like Nightmare Before that. Christmas for Halloween. I love Nightmare Before Christmas so much. I watch that movie year-round anyway. Year-round movie, year-round tree. Perhaps we have a point. Where are you going? Perhaps Maddie has a point. All right. Can we think of any other sort of, I guess, Thanksgiving-themed questions while we're at it before I start dipping into random unassigned ones. Do you guys remember last year it kind of became a meme of like the Thanksgiving girl outfit where you have like the black turtleneck and you have the skirt with the buttons on the front. Yes. Wait, you know what that reminds me of? Christian girl autumn. Yes. (laughs) Move over hot girl summer. It's Christian Christian girl Girl autumn. autumn. Basically just wearing like scarves and like yeah. Uh, in the most basic things. <laughs> yeah. But yes, Mary, I know what you're talking about. And you ever see that post like, oh, what am I doing? Getting all dressed up to go sit in the living room. Like, mm-hmm. it's true. That's especially true this year. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. we're not actually leaving the house. We're all in our living rooms. Yeah. I remember in Geneseo, I was in a sorority, and one of the girls in my sorority, she lived in the house. And so for date parties, we would have them there. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm not dressing up. This is my house. I pay. That's rent. fair. That is fair. Coming in pajamas. And I'm like, That's kind of hilarious. What sorority was it? Susa. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we were we were weird. Oh no, <laughs> I just fun. know a couple girls who were in ADE, so I figured I'd ask. Yeah. Nah. But yeah, after that, I was like, we we are going to go to the next one in pajamas, and we did. I love that. <laughs> I yeah. support. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm still gonna, like, try to dress nice on Thanksgiving this year, just because... No mm-hmm. other reason. I mean, I mean like... Yeah, I've been sitting... <laughs> yeah. I've been sitting in my house in sweats for months already. I might as well. Sweats. Just for fun. Non-potato sweats. Yeah. <laughs> Non-potato sweats. Your formal like sweats. <laughs> so the anxiety ones. <laughs> I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> Not that funny. <laughs> Oh man. How do we how do we feel about like I had a question and it just exited my mind right there as soon as I started it just head empty. Did it have to do with athleisure? No, I think it had to do with Thanksgiving activities. Uh-huh. But I don't remember what it was. Listen, the only activity I participate in is eating. Oh, and also I have to work on Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Ew, gross. Yeah, I work in a bakery, and literally, I've worked every holiday there since I started. Like, Ew. 
10 years ago. That's not fun. It's not. Like, people are crazy on the holidays. Like, especially. Did they at least let you out at a decent time? No. (laughs) I'll be home at like five. Oh. This year, I don't care though, because, you know. Yeah, nothing's going Mm -hmm. on. Thanksgiving at home. The past two years, my sister, my cousin, and I have done like the, you know, 5K. Mm. But not like a like not like a serious one. It's like a local one, and people will mm-hmm. run in like you know onesies and turkey costumes and like ridiculous hats and all that fun stuff. And we had like custom shirts made for them Aww. that we like rewear. It has like a picture, like a really embarrassing picture of us when we were little kids on the back, and it says like the cool kids on the front. <laughs> but we don't get to do the turkey trot together this year. Oh, and I'm really salty just because I want to wear that shirt. Maybe you can wear it and just, like, run around your neighborhood. <laughs> we're probably just gonna, I think we're gonna just gonna wear them for, like, a like a quick Zoom call before I actually, like, put my nice clothes on for the day. Mm-hmm. Or that's the plan right now, because... Maybe those are your nice real, clothes. None of, us have, none of us have been training to run, so it's not like we can just do it ourselves. So, we'll see. Please don't strangle me. Thank you. Life with a snake. You know. Just how it is. Universal experience right here. Oh, yeah. Like, Will you mm-hmm. stop that? <laughs> stop it. Yeah. Okay. The catless people. Rip. That sounds terrible. Yeah. I also have a dog, but Aww. I can't bring her up here because, one, she's technically not allowed upstairs, but um, the way my camera is positioned, she will not be visible even if i did bring her up mm-hmm. here which is rather sad I used, she's a very good girl i used to be so upset that i was never allowed a pet my mom would tell us i have two sisters she'd be like uh, i don't need any pets i have you kids that's all the animals <laughs> i need my dad said almost the same thing my older oh my mom refers to the dog as her favorite child <laughs> i mean she, the dad. dog is my favorite member of the family just Fair. putting that out there Alright, oh yeah, and I have my snake pop socket as well, because I'm a snake person. A snursen, if you will. <laughs> Alright. Do we have any hot takes for, since it's uh, No Nuance November? Air to elaborate. So basically, you just, you know, what, what are your unpopular opinions? Not harmful ones, obviously. I have several. Maybe you should start us off. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is um, a TikTok I'm to think trend, of what right? Mine are. Yeah. Uh, first one. Every other like piece of media that Benedict Cumberbatch has been in pales in comparison to one of his least known works, which is a pod like an audio drama called Cabin Pressure, and it's so funny and it is so much better than literally anything else the man has ever done, and no one knows about it. I don't know about it, so. (laughs) Like, better than Sherlock, better than literally anything else the man has ever done, and nobody knows about it. It is so good. And also, uh, snakes are great pets. Another hot take for everybody. They're fantastic. And if you're scared of them, unless you have a clinical phobia, you are wrong. We got anything, ladies? trying to think i always have like hot takes in the moment and then yeah i feel like i had more before i actually like we actually started recording this like i had several that like passed through my mind i was like oh there's a good one and now they're just you know head empty (laughs) no thoughts you know i'm with you mary i feel like in the moment i have these hot takes but it's like when someone asks you like what's your favorite like musical artist or movie and then I forgot like literally every single song I've ever heard or any movie I've ever watched (laughs) isn't that the way it always is oh yeah oh uh, LaCroix is good I love that don't like so many people be out there roasting LaCroix and seltzer in general it's delightful I love it 
Listen, I, I used don't... to be one of those seltzer haters. I would call it toilet water, but like I've since converted. It's it's pretty good. There we go. I just, Change I just is don't possible. Like carbonated things. Really? They hurt. That's my... a hot take. <laughs> my hot take is that white claws are trash. <gasps> I do not. Like oh, them. I love white claw. They just hurt me. <laughs> Like, the amount of pain I feel in my nose, I'm just like, I'm, I can't finish this. Oh, I love a white claw. Yeah. That's sad. No, like, they physically hurt me, so I'm like, I don't want it. Uh, my other hot take for drinking is I can't drink rosé, so I'm just like, the trend is useless. You can't, or you just don't like it? It makes me sick. Oh, Ew. so you can't. <laughs> I kind of can't, yeah. Loki. Like, it's good, but it'll make me sick. Um, If we're hopping on, like, the, the drink train. No, well, all right, not alcohol, but I the hate... Booth, the booth. <laughs> well, not on that one, but I hate orange juice so much. It's so bad. Juice. Like... I think I was forced to drink it too much as a child, and now I'm just like, I'm good for life. Like, I don't need any more. Did you um, drink your... The... What? You go first. Did you drink full strength juice, or did you water it down? Full strength? But then I've also tried watered down, and that's even more disgusting. Um, I think the texture of citrus fruit is offensive. Any and all citrus fruit. It's bad. Wait, Mary, why do you ask? Do you have a preference on the water? No, like, when I was little, my mom would only give us juice that was watered down because of how much sugar it was. <laughs> yeah, so... kind of, like, good for your- that's better for your teeth. We like, that I believe that, but at the same time, I'm like... I did not drink juice that wasn't watered down for, mm -hmm. like, years, and then I tried it, and I'm like, why is it so sweet? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I had so many hot takes before we started mm. filming this, and they're just gone from my head. It's making me really sad. Perhaps we'll have to revisit. Oh, yeah. One hot take. One hot take that gets me a lot of hate. iPhone people who don't text people with androids because of the green text <laughs> bubbles are assholes. Oh yeah, that's right. being I, rude. I, I agree with that. Like, all right, I will say it is annoying when I see the green bubble and I think I know you have an iPhone, uh, you have an Android, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I'm not gonna not text you yeah, or anyone I mean, else. Like, like, that's just inconsiderate. No, I know people who, like, exclusively send me Snapchat messages. I'm like, you have my number. <laughs> that's, like, that is kind of rude. Yeah. Like, yeah, the green text thing, like, it bothers me, and I'm, like, annoyed when I can't, like, name mm -hmm. a group chat because there's people with multiple different phone that types. I understand. But I'm not gonna not that. text them. I have a hot take related, actually, and... Mm you inspired it um when people will text me over snapchat and like not replying to a story or anything i post on snapchat just mm -hmm. out of the blue and they have my number like why are you using this platform like you have my phone number use that i hate oh, i have another hot yeah. take um podcasting audio dramas an extremely underrated narrative medium i yeah. agree yes and this is not just because I just caught up on Magnus Archives. Straight up, we need more audio dramas. It's an I excellent agree. way to to consume stories. Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing. Like, when I'm at work, if I'm not doing anything during lunch, I will put my headphones on and I will listen to a podcast. I will listen to your podcast during my lunch. Oh my god! Yes. Thank it's you. like I'm having conversation because I can't actually talk to people. I love it. Yeah. I love hearing that people actually listen to us and we aren't just shouting into the void. <laughs> Screaming into the void. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like having something that, like, just like to kind of keep you company, fill the empty yeah, space that's my while thing. you go about your time. 
And if I'm, I'm like, I'm in podcasts. I'm an old lady on the inside, so like I do needlepoint. And yes. one of the things that I'll do when I'm like working on cross stitches and stuff mm-hmm. is listen to podcasts because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. I have something to do with my hands and I have something to occupy my mind. Yeah, I do embroidery and knitting. I do the same thing. Oh, <gasps> nice. Yes, I'm knitting a sweater. Oh, I love it. It's the back nice. piece. It's Very not nice. done. Yeah. I feel like I'm lacking. I have nothing to show for myself. You guys have no, needlepoint and knitting. No old lady crafts for Maddie. You can, we're going to dr- form a fabric um, arts club. I, oh, oh, I like it. I work in a bakery. I do a lot of baking. Yay. I'll come over and bake. I'll be... There you go. You'll provide snacks for us. <laughs> I dig it. That sounds fun. If we can ever leave our houses again. True. Yes. Cyber Zoom Club. <laughs> Cyber Old Lady Club. I dig yes. it. I have a friend that got like very into like arm knitting with like the giant. Oh, the big yarn chunky like Pinterest blankets. blankets. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I feel it- like those must be so expensive to make. It takes, like, three things of the yarn. So, like, if you're making, it adds up. Um, when, back in college, one of my roommates had that, and, like, she started it and never finished it. So we had this, like, huge pile of huge yarn just, like, sitting on our couch for, like, two years. (laughs) Let me show you something. So I have been working on this. This is called the Ugly Blanket. It is a never-ending project. As you can see, there are a lot of just, like, blank spaces. Uh-huh. One oh, is it just, like, finished. scraps? This is, like, yarn scraps. This is so I don't have to work on anything for too long, and I'm just like, I'm going to knit a square today. <laughs> I dig that. So I it love that. That's awesome. Put in nice flowers, add some lace, but yeah. Wow. It seems like a fun time. You're really yeah. talented. I am not talented. I'm just bored and semi-employed ouch yeah rip all right well i think we're coming up on about an hour here so we have any final thoughts before we call it for tonight my mind's my mind's still on potato sweats i can't get over (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you enjoyed that so much i like made my day like yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> horrible. That, like, people, like, suffer because of potatoes. I'm like, potato sweats sounds <laughs> fun. That's also, like, such a culinary term, though. Like, when you put potatoes on a skillet and you, like, wait for them to start sweating. Like, onions. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, like, sweating your vegetables or whatever. It's like when you just put it on the stove and you let it like start to get tender. Interesting. Sweating your vegetables. I don't like that. I don't like that that's a cooking term. That doesn't seem right to me. I'm sorry. Excuse, excuse me. What if they're like crying instead? I feel like that's somehow better. <laughs> <laughs> they're in a sauna. Yeah, oh. okay. I like that. So like let them steam. Let them have a little spa time. I mean, steaming is kind of a different thing. Oh, I I barely cook anything. I don't know how to cook a lot of things, so I don't know culinary terms. Yeah, no, it's just like, you gotta get your slotted colander, you gotta have the water boiling underneath. Interesting. Apparently I still have much to learn before I... Before I should be living on my own, but let's be real here. I'll probably... Hopefully if I ever get a job. I'll be heading off with a lot of missing knowledge, but I think I'll be okay. It's okay, Bridget. We'll figure it out. There's you a YouTube buy... video for everything. You can there buy... really is. You could buy dino nuggets. <laughs> I love oh, my dino nuggets. Never get tired of them. Alright, well, this has been our... I guess Thanksgiving-ish episode, our tangentially Thanksgiving-related episode. I was gonna say, we talked about a lot of food, but we do that every episode, so... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, as always, we are available to watch on YouTube. We are streaming on, I think, eight platforms now. So, what have we got? We've got, like, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, 
and a couple more. So, Anchor. a lot of the major platforms, which is good. And we are all available to follow on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at MR5MAR, and Mary, what's your handle? At other underscore Mary Claire. All right, we love to hear it. So that's it for today, and we will be back again next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye. And here's a bye from Alphaba for people who are watching on YouTube. There she is. All right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.